Ladies and gentlemen. Good evening. Are you ready? Okay, here we go. You're listening to the Deal Room Podcast. Join us as we bring you the inside scoop on business sales and acquisitions. Get across trends in the area and hear the industry's best recount their real life tips, traps, and experiences. Now, here's your host, Joanna Oki. Hi, it's Joanna Oki here, and welcome back to the Deal Room Podcast, a podcast proudly brought to you by our commercial legal practice, Aspect Legal. Now, today we have on the show Zoran Sarabaka from Exclusive Business Sales, all to talk about the key characteristics of buying distressed assets. This is a really topical subject right at the moment and really useful listening if you're in the market to buy a business of any description or even in the market specifically for distressed assets. So here we go with our discussion with Zoran. Soren, I just want to say a huge welcome along to the Deal Room Podcast. Well, thanks for having me again. Zoran, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's always a pleasure having you on the did show. This, did, Let- did everyone else say no? So you, you made a phone call to me after the last podcast. All right. Okay. Let's talk. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I always get excited for our podcast to see what we might disagree on next. So let's let's give it a go. Where are we? Okay, let's <laughs> Where's the tension between broker and us. lawyer here? I like it. I like it. Okay. Well, today we're talking about the purchase of distressed assets. I think it's uh, very topical in the market that we're in at the moment to be talking about distressed assets because we certainly there's been a period of time, obviously. COVID, we've had a whole heap of issues for many, many businesses over COVID, but there's been a lot of stimulation um, from the government. And of course, that's all come out now. And we are really seeing it hit the market. And and I think we're seeing the beginning perhaps of a bit of a tide. Who knows? What's your thoughts there? I would agree with you. It's just the beginning. Liquidations running on about 40% down from historic Average. Well, everybody thought when the COVID happened that it's going to open the flood of uh, distressed assets, but it didn't happen because, as you just mentioned, of the government sim- stimulus. But you don't have to go, you know, far to reach. Look what's happening in Queensland with all the building companies, and now yeah. there's going to be flown effect and from those larger companies, the, the subcontractors, the suppliers to them going to get affected and then, you know, may going to be even third way when they get affected. Yeah. And uh, it's going to be really interesting to see how that pans out. But if it goes back to normal levels, it's going to be 40% more distressed assets than we had uh, before. But there's a good chance it's going to go higher than that. You wanted to talk about buying distressed assets. Look, just because something is distressed, it doesn't mean that you're going to get it for a dollar and you may going to get it for a dollar. You may going to get it really cheap, but you also have to consider how much money is going to cost you to turn that business around mm. once when you purchase it. What I've seen in the past, and we've been working in that space since GFC pretty much. And what I've seen, the buyers that do well out of buying distressed assets are buyers there within the industry. Mm. So, um, because I already got the back end. I can do a lot of savings. I can clean up. I can get rid of the assets that are not performing and just keep the ones that they're performing well. And uh, we have done over the years, many, many, many deals in this space. 
And the, the ones that done really well out of that were always industry buyers. Mm, yeah. That's not to say that if you're an individual purchaser, you can't go and buy the asset, but just be very careful why that uh, why that business actually got in the trouble in the first place. And do you have a skills? Do you really have a skills? Not that you think that you have a skills, but you have a skills and ability to identify that and turn it around. It helps to have some advisors and people that are experienced in that place. And just because something was on the market, you know, for three million before, and now you can grab it for five hundred thousand, it doesn't mean that it's not going to cost you another two and a half million until you yeah. get it to the level that you hope it's going to be. So, you know, I guess we're saying the message to the market is: be careful if you're not coming in as a seasoned. Um, professional or seasoned by within the industry itself. So, you know, ideally know the industry and have real certainty that you understand how you can reverse, uh, turn the business around, reverse the performance of the business. Um, obviously, it's being sold as a distressed asset for a reason. And obviously, you know, we've been through um uh, unprecedented has been used a lot um, to describe the period we've been through. Absolutely, it's true, though. It's an unprecedented period of time. But the problem is we don't necessarily know what the next few years will hold. And so, you know, I guess that should always be yeah, a look, for buyer. We, we, we never knew what next few years going to hold. You, you don't know. Like, you can't predict the weather <laughs> three days in advance. It's very and, true. And, and for very us true. to try to predict the economy for you know, two or three or five years in advance, it's impossible. The way I always saw that, it doesn't matter what the economy does. Like, if you think you know this, you know, massive ball, and you, that represents Australian economy, well, you're a little speckle on that ball, all right. So, if the economy contracts by three percent, who cares? <laughs> it doesn't affect you at all. So, what you got to do? It's always within your business. So, if you're buying distressed assets figure out what you can do with the business. I never worry about the economy. I don't worry about recessions. I don't worry about, uh, you know, interruptions and everything else. These things happen all the time. That's nothing new. It had a little bit more impact what was happening last few years, but that's going to continue. It's when you're looking at the uh, distressed business, just make sure that you understand that business well. You understand why they got in trouble. You understand and and have enough um resources, both human resources and, and, and financial resources to actually turn it around. It's not, it's not easy. You got to move fast because you got to make some very, very quick decisions because if you prolong decisions after you purchase that asset, well, it creates a lot, way more losses than if you make it. But, but if you make a quick decision, that's wrong. <laughs> that's going to generate the losses. And opposite is true. Like if you quickly uh, make a decisions on on the part of the business that's losing money may go to turn into profitability instantly. So. Yeah. So, um, so, so we've talked about, um, you, you know, the number of distressed businesses coming onto the market at the moment um, and our belief that that will increase, that we're at the beginning of that tide. What about the buyers uh, around at the moment? What's the level of buyers like for distressed assets? Well, look, Buyers were always looking for the businesses and there was a lot of buyers that were thinking that they're going to get, and it was particularly looking for distressed businesses. But anybody who's looking for the business, distressed business could be good for them as well, especially if they're trade buyers. So there's no, there's, there are a few that are looking particularly for distressed businesses, but in general, buyers are buyer. 
So especially if it's a trade buyer, trade business or or good profitable business, they they, they could both have a value to them. Mm. So I'm not seeing any particular people that are looking for the distressed uh, businesses, but but the buyers are there, like in big numbers. In mm. big numbers, mm. you know, we 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 just talked about you can't. Um, you can't predict uh, uh, what's going to happen in the future. I'm going to try to make a little prediction. <laughs> so, so, so I agree, Zoran. Well, well heard a couple of it. things. Like, I, I think that the um, larger deals, you know, mid market, say one to ten million, uh, maybe two to three million, uh, from two to three million to about you know ten, fifteen, uh, and above, that's going to stay. That that, that that's a that's a different ball game. How these people funding businesses and how this. Uh, companies finding businesses. Um, the small businesses, very small and say, you know, job tab buying businesses, I think it's going to stay. And if the economy gets a little bit worse, we've seen that, we've seen that uh, on the end of the uh, um, resource boom, we've seen that at the beginning of uh, uh, COVID, that people look to buy the business, to buy the job, so to, to buy income. So, so. Where I think it's going to be a bit of an impact is this small to medium-sized business. So it's not a job. It's a little bit more, five, $600 million, right? Mm. Because most of the buyers for those businesses were individuals. They were tapping into their equity in homes uh, to fund the business. And the interest rates were very, to fund the purchase of the business. And interest rates were very, very low. So now as those interest rates are rising and it's property market adjusting, it may going to be hard and, and the banks are getting strict on, on lending. So it may going to be harder to raise those funds mm. and number of the buyers in, in, in that market in the next you know, 12 to 18 months. Mm. Uh, also, uh, it's going to be harder or virtually impossible for individuals to, unless they got the cash to actually purchase distressed, to fund distressed asset because you're buying the asset that's probably not making money or could be making money, but on the you don't have enough records because mm. you just purchased it to, to actually show that it's making money. So it's going to be much harder to fund, to fund them. Mm. On the other hand, there's going to be opportunity for businesses to grow through acquisition of purchasing uh, uh, distressed assets. Yeah, well, and one of my favourite topics is um, growth through acquisition uh, for businesses. So obviously distressed assets, you, you know, um, uh, are one of those opportunities out there. As you say, there's a lot of things to navigate the ability to take a business turn around. But, you know, if you can rip out costs because there's a shared cost base between the two organisations, you know, there, there's many, many ways that you can make it happen. But funding, as you say, I think is going to be a key issue moving forward. So one more thing to, to, to mention with buying distressed businesses is that you don't have a luxury of time. Yeah. So the, the, you won't have a six weeks due diligence. Uh, you, you're going to have very limited information and you make a decision based on that information. If you're going to go forward. So it's a bit of a pun mm-hmm. and you, you just, uh, otherwise it's not going to, you're just not going to, somebody else going to buy it before you actually make a decision. Mm-hmm. So if you're thinking of purchasing a uh, distressed tax set, you know, gamble with money that, you know, gamble with your head, not over it. <laughs> so <laughs> gamble with the money that you can, that, that you can lose. And, you know, yeah. but, but one, uh, the, the contracts 
uh, when you're dealing with administrators and liquidators, day contracts are very, very simple. Pretty much says, you know, we didn't tell you anything. You're buying. <laughs> well, yeah. You can tell me more about it. It is as is, and we're not making any warranties and guarantees. You, you know, buy beware. Yeah. So you got to be prepared to actually carry that risk or accept that risk. Mm. But I have seen people do very well in, in that industry and, and, and improve their business through buying those assets. But they were prepared to take a pretty big punt. Um, brilliant. Okay, wonderful, Zoran. Well, look, it's been a rapid fire podcast today, but um, but really great information for you in relation to distressed assets. I know there's a lot of interest out there in the market at the moment. Obviously, large um, volume now and, and the beginning of um, volume coming into the market at the moment. So huge thank you to you for coming and sharing your insights. Um, I feel a bit robbed. I feel like we had no opportunity to take opposing well, points that, on the contract. That's because you double booked yourself, all right? So we <laughs> ran out of time. <laughs> we'll have to have you back so that we can, you know, perhaps cover something more controversial so we can <laughs> have uh, opposing positions. But look, um, really good to have you on the show. Always good to have you on the show, Zoran. Um, you certainly tell it uh, tell it the way it is. Well, you know, the way you think it is. No, no, the way it oh, is. Oh, <laughs> uh, but how do our listeners contact you if they want to get in contact with you, Zoran, either to um, look at selling their business or indeed if they're interested maybe in um, purchasing um, a distressed asset or any of the other businesses you have available? Look, if somebody is interested in going on our database, you know, we'll gladly add them and anything distressed or not distressed, they're going to get notified as it comes on the market. We've got offices in Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane, Canberra, Adelaide. And everywhere except Perth. So if, if there's any broker listening who wants to join a really good organization, <laughs> Perth, give us a call. We, we, we need to build a, build a team there. Clever. Clever, Zoran. And, clever. Uh, uh, but if you think of you need a help with selling or buying businesses, exclusive business sales, which is spelled xclusive.com.au, and just drop us a line and pick up a phone, give us a call, and we'll talk to you. Brilliant. And we'll, of course, link through to that in our show notes. Zoran, huge thank you for coming on to the Deal Room podcast today. You're welcome. Well, that's it for this episode of the Deal Room podcast. If you would like more information about this topic, then head over to our website at www.thedealroompodcast.com where you'll be able to download a transcript of this podcast episode if you're the kind of person who likes to read this sort of stuff in fine detail. And of course, you will find details there of how to contact Zoran and his team of brokers at Exclusive Business Sales. You will also be able to find details of how to contact our lawyers at Aspect Legal if you or your clients would like to discuss any legal aspects of sales or acquisitions. Of course, in a market like we are in right at the moment, as Zoran said quite a few times, it's really important if you're going to be a buyer of distressed businesses to be ready to take action quickly. Now, we've got a number of great products for buyers to help get you deal ready as quickly as possible from a legal perspective, starting with our ready to acquire product. Now, in our show notes, we'll link through to our ready to acquire product. We also have a whole heap of on-demand webinars that might be relevant to you if you're looking at buying or indeed getting ready to exit your business. And we will link through to top tips, um, 
on getting ready to sell a business from a legal perspective and top tips on getting ready to acquire a business from a legal perspective here in the show notes. Now, if you just want to talk to one of our Legal Eagles at Aspect Legal, then just head over to the show notes or to our website at www.aspectlegal.com.au and there we have a free 15-minute call available to you where you can speak to one of our Legal Eagles about what you need to do to get prepared either for an acquisition or a sale. Well, that's it. I hope you enjoyed what you heard today. You have been listening to Joanna Oki and the Deal Room Podcast, a podcast proudly brought to you by our commercial legal practice, Aspect Legal. See you next time. Are you gearing up for an acquisition? If so, then check out our ready-to-acquire product, a product that will set you up for acquisition success. Ready-to-acquire includes an acquisition readiness diagnostic, a one-on-one 30-minute legal steps consultation, a legal steps blueprint document to help you get crystal clear on the steps and the timeframes you need to be across when acquiring a business, a one-on-one 30-minute target consultation when you've found a target so that you can feel completely confident about the next steps, a template term sheet, a template NDA, a legal due diligence 21-point checklist, a deal team support line, and $450 legal credit. And if you're interested, just send us an email at readytoacquire at aspectlegal.com.au. Ladies and gentlemen, that will conclude this evening's entertainment. Thanks for listening to The Deal Room Podcast. To find out more about this episode and other episodes in the series, check out the show notes or head over to our website at thedealroompodcast.com.au.